Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. FOMO. My name is Patrick J. McGinnis, and I'm a FOMO Sapiens. And since you're here, I'm going to bet that you are too. And when you're like us and Monday comes around, you don't dread the new week. No, you wake up every Monday morning knowing that this week might just be the best one yet. This is Faux Monday, the snackable show that starts your week right with hot takes, life hacks, listener mail, and even some FOMO therapy. All right, everybody, it's Faux Monday, the best day of the week, and I am your host, Patrick McGinnis, venture capitalist by day, author and podcaster by night, and FOMO Sapiens 24-7, and you know, it's a new year. Welcome back. And I have a very special guest who is going to talk about how we can enter the year with the right mindset. His name is Dr. Gary Crotaz. He is the author of The Idea Mindset, which is out right now. You can find it on Amazon. And he is a very interesting guy. I've known Gary for a while. He's an expert in career change, and his varied career has encompassed, listen to this, medicine and science, strategy consulting, and senior corporate leadership. He trained as a doctor. He was a world-class professional ballroom dancer, and he's been a university tutor, and he even had a short stint as a hospital radio DJ. That's very specific kind of DJ. Uh, and so he just is an amazing guy, and his new book is super cool. I have it here on my desk. Gary, welcome. Thank you so much for having me, Patrick. It's great to be here. It's my pleasure. So is there anything from that list of things that you've done in your life that you, you regret doing? There's, there's, there's things I'm glad I'm not doing anymore. I'm not sure there's anything from that list that I, that I wish I'd never done. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm quite glad that I'm no longer doing hospital radio DJing, that's, that's for sure. Yeah, that, that I mean, you're a complete and total FOMO sapiens, which is why you're here today. And you have this new book. Tell me about the big idea behind the idea mindset. So the thing about the idea mindset, idea is this concept of the four tenets of your fulfilling working life. It's your identity, your direction, your engagement, and your authenticity. So mm. it's about knowing who you are and where you're going. That's the first two, identity and direction. For a life that you'd love, that's engagement, and a life that connects deeply with your values and with your purpose, that's your authenticity. And I think for me, it's pulling together my corporate life uh, when I was working in retail and strategy and consulting, uh, which was all about how are you going to get to where you need to go? What steps are you going to go through? What help do you need to get there? What's your plan? And then actually my life as a dancer was very much about uh, pursuing uh, a life that I really loved, pursuing something I was deeply passionate about. So it's weaving around how do you find what you really love? And that's uh, helping you to find that life that, that's deeply fulfilling. I think it's important to recognize that you don't have to choose one or the or the other. I mean, we're often told, follow your passion, and that's great, but if you can't pay the bills, then you know that's not good either. And so you're trying to reconcile these two notions, which is really important right now, especially given the great resignation where so many people are clearly miserable. Now, what I really like about what you've done here is, I mean, we all have read the book where somebody's like, look at my perfect life, do what I do, 
And yet it's kind of like, whatever. Um, your book doesn't do that. You're not trying to get us to be you as much as we'd like to be. You're doing something different. You're giving us the tools to figure out who we are. So talk about how you do that. What are the tools that we can we can use to figure out what we want to do? Uh, so my, my day job is as a, a professional executive coach. So what I do all day is I ask people questions and I create a space to invite them to think about the things they need to think about, to understand themselves more deeply and to make choices and make decisions on the back of that. So really what I'm trying to do in the book is to create that environment for you as well. So um, I, you're absolutely right. I'm not trying to say, eat the breakfast that I eat, you know, have the daily routine that I have. I'm saying, Think about what's really important to you. For example, with your values, when I say to people, what are your values? A lot of people go, I'm not actually really sure because I never really thought about that. So in the book, you have a space where you get to think about that. And then when you've thought about some things that you think might be important to you, the next question says, well, tell me of a time when you actually did something different as a result of that value. Did you start something? Did you stop something as a result of it? And when people go, mm, that's interesting. I not sure I have actually changed my behavior because of that thing. It feels good, but I didn't change my behavior. You start to get to the things that are really more deeply meaningful for you. And that way you're understanding yourself at a different level and it helps you then to make better choices about creating your future that, that you're really gonna love and be connected with. FOMO. Quick math, the less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, or delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you improve efficiency by bringing all major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. And with rising prices everywhere you look, you got to do the math and save money. Good news, by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. So head over to NetSuite.com slash FOMO. That's NetSuite.com slash FOMO. NetSuite.com slash FOMO. FOMO. Let's dig into some of this. You know, we... You know, this is a, as I believe, it's a six-week program that you're sort of giving people to do these steps. Let's give some a little free content out. Uh, like, pick out, I guess, what one of the ones that you think would be interesting for us that we could just actually do right now and start today as we listen to the show. So, in, in week one of the of the idea mindset, there are three steps that you go through, and we'll talk about the third one. The first one is to understand something about your natural talents and strengths. The second one is to talk to people that know you really well, know you at your best and can give you feedback on you at your best. Your third one is something called the golden spiral of needs. So the golden spiral of needs is simply to write down a long list of all the things that you'd like to change. So you might say, I need to have a better work-life balance. I need to be paid more money. I need to feel more fulfilled in my job. I need to change the kind of work that I'm doing. And then you go through a process to prioritize it. And eventually you plant it on a spiral where there's one really big segment. There's one medium-sized segment. There's one quite small segment. And very quickly, as you're going around the spiral and writing these smaller and smaller boxes, you realize that you've got to focus on one or two or possibly three things that really make a difference to you. So often when I talk to people and I say, what do you want to change in your life? 
the answer is a great long shopping list of a bunch of things, all of which are kind of important, but they're not clear on what's the one thing. So actually, when you can say to somebody, if you could change just one thing in your life that would really make all the difference, and then they say, I want a different boss. I like the work I do. I like the company I work for. I like what we do. But I find that my relationship with my boss is not great and I'm not very engaged. If I could change that one thing, lots of the things that I currently find frustrating might fall away, actually. And so it's just that simple process of saying, of that shopping list, pick one thing or two things or three things that you can really focus in on changing. And that will have a much bigger impact across your whole life. I like that a lot. And I think it works. One thing that I've done for the last couple of years now is that every year I choose a, a word and a word that is going to embody where my head's going to be at. And so a couple of years ago, it was momentum when I felt like I had no momentum. This year it was about, re, well, I guess it was momentum again, because I was like, after COVID, I want to run into the world in a big way. And so it's gone, it's going well now. <laughs> we'll see with everything. But, but, uh, but, but it's a very helpful framework to see the world. Now, what I like as well about what you present here in the book is that it's fun. So I was flipping through and, and looking at the different exercises. And in one section, you actually have some suggested music that one could listen to. There was there was um, the beautiful theme from Schindler's List. And then there was that song from The Greatest Showman, This Is Me. And you put those on in the background, <laughs> which I I mean, you're I guess you're, you know, once a DJ, always a DJ. Talk about kind of why you did that and, and how it helps. I've actually set up a Spotify playlist now. So if you if you go oh, on Spotify I and will. look for the idea mindset, you'll find all of all of the tracks. Um, it's interesting. So so as a dancer, music's so important to what you do. Uh, and I was quite a long way through writing the book. I was probably you know eighty percent of the way through the process, and I I was just reading it through, reading it through, and going, "There's something missing here." And part of it with that was that emotional connection with what you're doing. And, and I, re I I reflected back and I thought when I was writing this. I was listening to music as I was going. And as a dancer, you're conscious that the right choice of music makes quite a big difference to your performance and your engagement with what you're doing. So I thought, why don't I bring that into the book? So, so it's a very broad range of, of types of music, classical music, music from the musicals, pop music, different things. Um, and the idea, and it, you know, different people may go, it's not this piece, it's a different piece of music for me. But it's finding the music that helps get you in the right headspace to do the thinking and the work that you need to do. And that's that's the key for it, that it, that it gets you into the right mindset to really go deep on the work you need to do. I love that. And in fact, all of my playlists are actually grouped by action. I have like a one that's to cheer me up, one that's to depress me, you know, depending on my mood. And so the idea that you choose, I'm very much like you. I was a musician growing up. I still, you know, really music is a big part of my life and the right soundtrack can make anything possible. Now you're going to go through this process. Everybody's going to look at the idea mindset and we're all going to do it together. And then we're going to go back into the world and, you know, having done that work, you'll be ready to start. But what's the key to sticking with it? Because, you know, like so many things, I, you know, I hate new year's resolutions, don't believe in them, but probably because every time I try to do one, I end up breaking it. So what's the key to once you've gone through your process to actually sticking to those things? It's a great question. Really important one, actually. So a lot of processes and plans to, for people to, to change go up to the point where you've got an action plan and you go, I've got to work out where I want to be. I've got to work out what my action plan is. When am I going to do those tasks by? And then you're done. And of course, if you do that, then most of the time you come back to somebody six months, 12 months later, they won't have followed through. 
here, what we're then doing is saying, okay, what do you need to be in place to be able to execute your action plan? So the steps that come after your action plan, which is only halfway through the journey, is to start thinking about, for example, what's the emotional journey of change that you're going to go through as you go through this plan? So there will be ups, there will be downs. When there are downs, what are you going to do about it? There's an exercise called getting out of the quicksand. So when you are stuck, how do you unstick yourself? And think about that. Who are the people you need around you to give you resilience? What are the steps you need to go through to, to improve your physical wellness, to improve your mental resilience? So there's a lot of work in the second half of the, of the six weeks to really take your plan and make it something that's robust so that you're going to make it happen and you're going to make it stick. All right, last question. Is there anything besides the soundtrack, which surprised me, any else, any little gems in there that'll surprise us? I think... That's a great question. I think that, that there's an exercise that I think is the simplest and also the hardest. Mm -hmm. And it's at the beginning and it's the, the end of the book. And that exercise is look in the mirror, look at yourself for up to a minute. And if you can do it for even two minutes, even better. And then write down six words in the book that came into your head when you looked at yourself in the mirror. It's the simplest thing to do. And I think it's going to be really hard for people to do because we never do it. And it's asking you to to face into the big stuff. And, and that's really where change happens. When you go, I'm conscious of, I'm mindful of, I'm aware of the things that slow me down and get me stuck. I'm going to face into them this time. That's when you're going to make change happen. If that thing is sitting there and you go, I'm still not ready to face into that thing, then your change isn't going to achieve what, what, you, what you hope it to be. Is this clothed or naked, by the way? It's up to entirely up to you, but I keep the curtains closed. Amazing. All right, that's... that's uh, that's a that's a really I've never heard that before. So we can all start the year by doing that as well. All right, the book is called The Idea Mindset. If you want to find the book, it's on Amazon now. You can also check out theideamindset.com. If you want to learn more about Gary, go to GaryCortez.com. That's C-R-O-T-A-Z, or as they say in England, Z. And you can find Gary on Instagram at Gary Cortez. Thanks a lot, Gary. Thanks, Patrick. Thanks for having me. FOMO. Can't get enough of FOMO Sapiens? Join me on Patreon for ad-free episodes, bonus material, and exclusive content that will help you to master FOMO and position yourself for greater success in both business and life. Go to patreon.com slash FOMO Sapiens to learn more. You can also connect with me on Instagram at Patrick J. McGinnis, on Twitter at PJ McGinnis, and on LinkedIn. I love hearing from you, so don't be shy. FOMO. Want more FOMO Sapiens info Monday? Head over to FOMOSapiens.com where you can listen to past episodes, learn more about the show, and find out how to advertise. You can also connect with me on Instagram at Patrick J. McGinnis and on Twitter at PJ McGinnis. Tudo bem, meus queridos FOMO Sapiens? Now that right there was Portuguese. And as you know, I love speaking foreign languages. But I'm not alone. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off that list with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Now, FOMO Sapiens, you know I speak four languages, and it takes work to stay on top of them, especially with French. C'est difficile. But with Babbel, I'm able to practice practical conversations that I can actually use in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash FOMO. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash FOMO. That's spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash FOMO. Rules and restrictions may apply.